and Lex. Two imperfect six-figure business coaches, co-founders, and friends who decided to combine our superpowers to bring to market something we wish we had when we entered the world of coaching. A real, non-BS, intimate, and fun community built with integrity, intention, and a few glasses of wine. In this podcast, we get real. Real about life. Business. Relationships and what it really takes to find your version of success in the world of coaching. Are you ready, Lex? I'm set, Em. Let's coach. Hi, Lex. We're here on Wear Your Black Sweater Tuesday. Hi, everyone. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I got this. I have have a confession. Okay. I have a sweatshirt problem. Oh, okay. I see a sweatshirt and all I want to do is to get cozy. So Mm -hmm. I will be at a store. It doesn't matter what city I'm in. Like I have this desire to buy a sweatshirt. So this past weekend I was in Nashville and they had this sweatshirt right next to like a Nashville sweatshirt. And I chose this one because it looked like I could actually go out in the world with it. And I wasn't in my pajamas, but stand up. It's sneaky. It's cozy and it has pockets. Show, do do show. This is now officially a a fashion podcast. There you go. There's the pockets in real time. Um, Yeah, I, growing up in Portland, Oregon, feel like I had 5,000 sweatshirts moved to California. And I'm like, I'm a Cali girl. I don't need all my winter clothes. And I literally purged back in 2014. Still regret it to this day. I got rid of so many cute winter coats. I like dove into Cali life hard. I got rid of tons of winter shoes. I literally this year went to the pumpkin patch in flip flops because I realized I didn't have a pair of casual sneakers. I now do. I ordered some kids because I'm cool. Or I'm <laughs> I, lo- I do love kids. I love kids and Converse and whatnot. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story, you know, in the, in that same vein, I really struggle with footwear. Winter footwear is, is a challenge. And <laughs> Living in New York City, I felt like I had to wear heels or always, I always wore heels and dressed up and I had these uh, rag and bone booties that were probably like three inches that I would walk across the city and I thought they were the most comfortable shoes, put them on now and my feet is like, why, why did you, why are you doing this to me? And so when I was 25, I went on birthright, which is a free trip to Israel. And Ooh, I've heard of that. I didn't know that. I'm already learning something new. I didn't no, know you're learning that. something. This is how I met Jenna. This is how I, I met my best friend, Jenna. Yeah. I didn't meet a boy. I met Jenna. Um, and I, it was a hiking one. It was called Israel Outdoors. So we were going to be hiking most of the time. And I had to be really intentional in my packing. We didn't, I don't even, I think the suitcase I used was like a duffel bag because away bags didn't exist back then or like small, cute carry-ons didn't exist. And so the two pairs of shoes that I brought that I thought in my brain were functional, I packed a pair of hiking boots. And then for my like, you know, walkabout boots or uh, shoes, I got, do you know what Vince Camuto is? Or have you heard of Vince? I've heard of it. I have. I have. I'm excited that I have. My friend Carolyn used to work at Vince Camuto. So we got amazing discounts to Vince Camuto. And I had a pair of black patent leather flats with crystal rhinestones on the front. So I showed up in Israel wearing leggings and those, and then my other options were were uh, hiking boots. And to this day, my friend Jenna makes fun of me and knew that she wanted to be my friend because I had on these this ridiculous outfit of 
because I didn't know I didn't have in between. I didn't own sneakers at the point that time. Like sneakers weren't cool. They weren't in. It was you like your fashion phase. The rag and bone <laughs> booties or the rhinestones or hiking boots. So I, there's no point to that story. But no, I there think, is. And watch me take okay. that story, share What's a little story, name? and mold it into the perfect transition. Okay. So I lived out of a backpack when I lived abroad for six months and I packed. I mean, I spent months preparing. I got all those like zipper freezer bags. Anyways, I brought one pair of black boots with me because I'm living out of a backpack, right? A hiker right. backpack. I think it broke maybe one or two months into my trip, that one pair of boots I had. And now all of a sudden I had to find new boots because I was relying on one pair of boots. And today we are talking about different revenue streams to have in your coaching business because you don't want to rely on just one. That was that was good. Yeah, I'm going to give that to you. That was pretty good because yes, exactly. We're going to be talking today about different shoes that you should, I mean, different revenue streams that you can have. <laughs> um, there's going to be the expensive shoe, uh, revenue streams. Gosh, we're <laughs> Your no, rhinestones, like, your boots, your kids, yes, your flip-flops. Yes. Some so, that you so wear all the time. let's talk about all the shoes, all the revenue streams of uh, coaching, Emily. Would you like to kick us off? You don't want to just do this whole episode in metaphors? I mean, it probably will keep happening since we're on that roll. Tempting, tempting, right? <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about different revenue streams. And yes, I'm going to bring it back to shoes a lot of times. So you... <laughs> I am. I am. I'm, I'm sorry. You can yes, stop yes. listening now or watching if this is, if this is too much for you, but first and foremost, think about all the million millionaires and billionaires out in the world. Do you think that they have one revenue stream? Do you think that they survived recessions by having one stream of revenue to keep them going? No. Thank, thank you for Lexi in the back for that answer. <laughs> You're right. No, they had multiple revenue streams. They diversified their their income. They diversified where they were putting their money. Similarly, maybe they were investing their money in houses or they were um, playing the stock market. Whatever it may be, they weren't just sleeping with their money under their mattress. And similarly, in entrepreneurship, it's really easy to think that you need just one revenue stream to get by. Put all of your proverbial eggs in one basket. But the reality is, you can get to that number that you want to get to that much faster with multiple revenue streams. Yeah. And we want to dive into, if you have a coaching business, the revenue streams within the coaching business. So the obvious ones, right? There's a coaching program. However, I will say you can diversify your revenue streams with different programs. So that's one category we'll start with. So different programs, you can have one-on-one programs, group programs, short form programs, a 90-minute power hour to a six-month retainer. So one way up front you can diversify your coaching business is by diversifying your offer suite. But beyond a traditional coaching offering, M, what are some other things you can do? What other revenue streams and shoes can you add to your closet? Well, you can have affiliate marketing. So you could be someone that helps promote other people's programs. Um, someone who's incredible at doing that is Marie Forleo. So she's kind of like the one of the OG coaches out in the world. And she's done, you know, when she is launching her program, because all of her ambassadors are posting about it. They're writing emails to their audience about it. Some other ways that you could do it similarly 
or you could have an, a shop on your website. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to pause. Go back to, because affiliate revenue is, let's dive into what that is and what that looks like a little bit more. So what Emily's talking about, when people go through Marie Forleo's programs and they have success or they like it, they can then turn around and sell the program at her next, next launch. And they're given a specific code. You can generate this code or this URL through a variety of platforms, um, teachable is one there's tons out there. Yeah. And basically let's say, for example, Emily and I decided to become affiliates for Marie Forleo. We can send out an email saying, Hey, Marie Forleo, like join her course. And if people click our link, right, which we can embed into just a plain old button and sign up, then we are given a commission of that sale, a small percentage. Sometimes it's a flat fee or it can be, you know, a 10% of a sale, that is essentially what an affiliate link is. You can also see this for platforms or softwares like um, QuickBooks has mm -hmm. affiliate link programs, Flowdesk. Flowdesk, tons and tons out there. Jenna Kutcher, if you guys are familiar with that name, huge piece of her revenue, and this is something she talks about in her podcast, is done through all the various affiliate links that she pushes out through her channel. So sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to no, dive. No, no, no. I think that was that was that was a wonderful explanation of it. And I also want to let people know that they don't have to have one of the referral links set up if they're like, oh my gosh, I want to do this or I want to be a part of one. Um, you can also have it be a mutually discussed agreement. So it could be an, a mutual introduction. So for example, if someone gives us an introduction to Ready Set Coach and they're like, oh, red. Susie would be great for Ready, Set, Coach program. Susie ends up signing up for Ready, Set, Coach. We will send a, a thank you referral bonus, basically. It's like a referral, a referral fee. A, a little, fee. yeah, a little different than the affiliate, but a more casual for smaller businesses. Yeah. And I have a whole line item, at least I'm, I know you do lax too, of just getting, of tracking all of those. And that brings me in multiple thousands of dollars every single year, just by being generous, just by making strategic introductions to the right people who, you know, you'll also be rewarded for it. And it's a great way to, if you're that person looking for individuals to capitalize on your already excited, excited and warmed audience to do the, the searching for you. And to kind of give you guys an idea for coaching, I was approached recently um, for my PR agency by a marketing firm who wants to have a formal partnership where anyone I send them, I get a 10% recurring mm -hmm. fee. Now, I actually don't know if I'm going to do it. That's a whole nother conversation, <laughs> but I want to plant that seed as it refers to coaching. There could be a situation where let's say you're um, a social media coach and you have a partnership with a email marketing coach and you guys can, you know, create a, a system that feels good to you where one refers the other. It can be a flat fee. It can be recurring. Mm -hmm. Good news. You get to make that up. But these, this whole concept of a partnership, you know, from a traditional affiliate marketing revenue stream to a more informal referral to a formal partnership. Yeah, I, I think it's, We'd be um, remiss not to share that with you all. And there's so many other uh, there's so many other revenue streams available out there. So Lex mentioned a few of them as well in terms of one-on-one uh, -on -one group. VIP days is another popular offering too, where I know of someone who has a whole business where she just books about four VIP days a, a month, and that's half of her day 
four times a month, charges a premium, charges $5,000, $6,000 for them. And that's her income. So she can volunteer and travel and do all the other passion projects during those other times. I will say uh, asterisks that Emily and I want to put out there so you guys don't mistake what we're saying. This isn't us giving you the advice to go create a offer suite of five different coaching offerings. Correct. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. I do <laughs> want to say though, with that asterisk, double asterisk next to it, it is an opportunity to have some things that might not be listed on your website as a potential upsell or downsell for someone. So you might have someone that wants to work with you and maybe the four month program isn't the right fit, but the one-off coaching is not the right fit. You might have some special offerings that you're not going to list, that you're not promoting. You're only promoting those two things that you can upsell or downsell to. So those are just some things to remember back burner. And if you want to explore that topic more, I'm going to plug our other episode on how to extend the life cycle of a coaching client. <laughs> now available on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. Lex, how can people find out how to work with us? Super simple. Go to readysetcoachprogram.com. Link in show notes. <laughs> oh my gosh, her voice. We got to hire her for voiceovers. Lex, what are some other revenue streams that you can think okay. of? Okay. So we've talked about affiliate links and referral revenue. We've talked about just different service offerings within coaching. Let's talk about some different passive, 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 passive Oh, I love passive robles. Wine, wine, passive roble. We call it passive. Now. Income. And one of the ways that um, is very popular, something you can consider doing is spinning up a online store. Now for a coaching business, what can you offer in an online store? One example, templates. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you have templates you routinely use in your coaching practice, why not throw it up online? I have one on the prbarink.com for pitch templates. I already have them made, right? Every once in a while, I passively get someone who purchases that, puts that in their cart. Um, I want to make sure we also give a huge shout out to Pod Squad Academy. Um, this is an RSC grad. Her name is Alexandria. She is incredible in every single way. Um, <laughs> Pod Squad Academy stands for print on demand. So Emily, do you want to explain to them a little bit more about that stream? Oh yes, I know so much about print on demand. Let me let me dive into it. Thank you. <laughs> the, con the concept, just the high level, or I, <laughs> I just can't wait to explain this to you. Um, no, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> print on demand basically is it, it means that you're not keeping the the inventory in your house. So rather than ordering a thousand nameplates that say like "You go, girl," you're able to process the order as they come, and it's an incredible revenue stream. I mean, Alexandria is teaching these women how to literally print money in her pod squad Academy, because these people don't have to buy all the inventory, put up that upfront cost. She, they're able to create a store when it works for them. So I kind of think of it like an Uber, but for printing things and it could be everything. It's for from, swag, right? Swag, so you yeah. can monetize with swag. So like if we wanted to throw up some Sweatshirt. sweatshirts in our ready set coach, store or coffee mugs. And this has been a long time list on Emily and I's. I know we should do, do this. So <laughs> maybe this will make us actually do it. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we should probably do this. We're going to have a little sidebar after this episode is finished <laughs> recording. So, so a couple different ideas, right? You can do templates. You can also have online courses. That's another mm -hmm. thing that you can pre-bake and add to a 
online store. And then yeah, swag, which a great option for swag is considering print on demand. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a wonderful thing to mention. So another revenue stream that I loved and I would be, I have to mention because it's what I love the most in this world is events, is hosting events. It could be hosting a live event and charging a ticket for it. It could be an in-person, it could be virtual. It could be a library of recordings that people pay for um, and watch at their own convenience, but charging money for when you speak. So in that same vein, what else Speaking. is there? Like? You can become yes. a speaker. Um, and Emily and I both have had quite a few clients and coaches who have had a lot of success in this category. Um, I'll speak to one high level. She is a career coach and she often leads paid workshops for companies for very nice amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Um, one to two hours max. And so she has developed an entire speaker fee or speaker revenue stream. So yes, you can do to Emily's point, kind of one-off events. Let's say you're hosting a workshop, charge 20 bucks. That's great. Or you can also go after more bigger ticket speaker opportunities, um, not just on a stage, right? You can go into companies or into different situations and get paid to speak. And I think that's the biggest misconception about speaking that they feel like they need to fill up an auditorium for it to be a successful opportunity. But a lot of times these companies, these smaller companies that have groups or teams of 10 that want your expertise and want you want the intimacy of being able to have you in their office. So don't forget to look in your own backyard and see who's available or work at companies you'd be interested in speaking at. Awesome. Okay. So another one. I'll let Emily go over. It rhymes with membership. Oh, I was going to do moderating next. Oh, well, membership we'll is right. Moderating. We'll go to membership. 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 Perfect. I was like, moderator. Is that what she's going to say? <laughs> no, we can go back to that next. No, no, no. Um, membership. Yeah, membership is a huge one, and it is also a really good top of funnel opportunity to create a low line. Uh, it could be a Facebook membership. It could be, it could be a Slack membership. It could be something that you build into your website. It could be something where you're just offering them. Um, resources once a month, whatever the the membership looks like, we've we are members ourselves of so many incredible communities where we're paying eighteen dollars a quarter to two thousand dollars for the year. There's so such a variety of ways and communities out there. So it would be a shame for you not to create a community or create a membership if this is, feels aligned with you because it's easy money and it's a great way to continue it continue to build the like, know, and trust of an audience. And well, we have a whole episode where we gave some shout outs to some of our favorite communities. Mm -hmm. I want to shout out some of our recent grads. Um, Amanda, she has Mm -hmm. the pretty naked community. She is also a coach. We have Mackenzie with uh, Kinder with Mackenzie. She has a community for parents and their littles as well. Who else do we have? Amy. Amy oh, yeah. has a community, um, the Fierce, Fierce Collective. Collective. We have literally a whole episode on this, but lots of coaches who are are taking the route. And just to give you an example of what this could look like, let's say you're a career coach. Another client of mine is a career coach and she launched something called the Millennial Management, Millennial Manager Collective. So mm-hmm. it's a place to routinely bring in new business to Emily's point and service them um, for a nominal fee. And you can always upgrade them into a larger coaching t- container. 
Mm -hmm. And then there's also opportunities too, once you have a group or if you create a group or you create courses where you can unlock the course within your membership. So there's a lot of synergy with membership and coaching. Look into it. Okay. So what, what do you want to talk about that rhymes with moderator? <laughs> well, I was going to just say moderating. If you are an expert in something, if you're an expert coach and you're not, maybe you're not really keen on speaking and stages make you a little queasy, but you love asking questions because you're a coach and you're phenomenal at it. Moderating is another revenue stream where you can be hired to moderate an a panel or a fireside chat, um, either for a business or for a larger conference. So that's a new revenue stream also to consider. Oh, I have one more Lex. It rhymes with schmodcast. <laughs> is it podcast? No, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it is. <laughs> really? Podcast. That's a really good one. Um, yeah, you can launch a podcast. There's a few ways that this can bring in revenue. It can be as simple as generating leads, but you can literally monetize your podcast. You can monetize your podcast through ads, sponsorships, um, partnerships. You can monetize it through making swag print on demand for your podcast. There's a lot of really, really great ways. Um, I, I want to give a shout out to Bright Sighted um, Media, which is our mutual friend, Christine's company. She's actually now a podcast network, but uh, she has tons of great information and a podcast that goes into all that world. Yeah. She's wonderful. I have actually one last one that I thought of. It's newsletters. You can monetize your newsletters. So similar to what we talked about earlier about affiliate links or referral partners, newsletters, and also your Instagram or social media platforms is a great place. That's an easy lift to monetize. So I'll give an example. Um, if a brand that feels mutually aligned with what you're selling. So say Flowdesk reaches out to you or you reach out to Flowdesk. Most of the time you're going to have to reach out to said place initially. Be like, hey, I've got a really engaged audience of thousands of coaches who are starting their business. I would love to do a dedicated email for you. This is how much it would cost and you can monetize it. So that's like an example of sponsorships and really leveraging your audience and monetizing your audience. On the newsletter, they're literally is a platform now that allows you to monetize your newsletter. It's called Substack. I'll give a shout out to my other podcast just because I have a whole episode on Substack, Pitching and Sipping, if you want to dive into it. What? It's relevant. It is. I do. And I have a whole I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Substack is huge. And it's, it's a way that is allowing people to offer easy to sign up paid subscriptions to newsletters. It's being really heavily utilized utilized in the freelance journalism community, which brings me to the last one I wanted to bring up. Um, if you don't want to speak, if you don't want to moderate, if you don't want to have a podcast and you're more of a writer, you can also, um, because you're a coach, leverage your thought leadership to land paid bylines. A byline is where you are the author, you are the writer of a given piece of content. So content, writing, right? You don't just have to do video or audio or speaking. I mean, literally guys, we've just thrown a thousand, a thousand <laughs> ideas at you. There's the sky's the limit, right? <laughs> and you can pick your poison based on you. What works best for you. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Words, words are hard today, guys. It's, it's a <gasps> coffee. We need more coffee day. That's basically the yeah, she's got the coffee. Mama needs mama needs more coffee. We got to just add that one in there. Um, so in conclusion, as a coach, if 
you are starting your coaching business, some things to think about as you start it. Build your audience. That means like if you're hosting events, keep track of those emails of the attendees. Add them to your newsletter. Build those followers on Instagram. Build those followers on LinkedIn because your your audience down the line is also going to be a key to your monetization. So homework time. What we want you guys to do is pick one new revenue stream from today's episode to just brainstorm, to look into, to dream a little. So if you're someone who already has a one-on-one coaching offering or a group program and the pod squad Academy perked your ears, that's your homework. Look into it. So don't, don't feel like you need to all of a sudden gear up with 10 new things after this episode, pick one, pick one to start one to look into and explore. Yeah. And let us know how it goes. And like always, we'll see you the next time on the Ready, Set, Coach podcast. Bye, y'all. If you're enjoying the Ready, Set, Coach podcast, please leave a review wherever you are listening. For more information about Ready, Set, Coach, visit readysetcoachprogram.com.